Behind home plate, we bringing it to him all day. All day. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Birdland. Win or lose, we bringing it to you always. Always. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Orange or black, we rebuild the pack. No matter where we at, you know we coming back. Section 336, we on this, so tune in. Tune in. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Birdland. You know what's up? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to a special edition of Section 336, a throwback episode, if you will. I am the enduring starring Matt Sroka, as always. I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Sroka. It's been a while since we just sat and recorded like a bonus episode that wasn't about like breaking news or something that we needed to cover. Yeah. Well, and... You guys were discussing the premise for this episode. I'm skeptical from the jump, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, I mean, it, it's basically you and I are on vacation. Yes. And Bert, the zany Bert Rohde is always here. Yeah. And people always want us to get him on the mic. I'm and always glomming on. And it's been a while. Yeah. So we're joined by the zany one, Bert Rohde. I believe this is uh, my semi-annual check-in. <laughs> or when the 336ers uh, get excited because the Orioles are doing well and think I'm going to be a regular contributor right. again. <laughs> that, that I'm the bandwagon well, podcaster. We do know that you're paying attention to the Orioles now. I haven't missed a game. It's been exciting. But I set you up with, hey, we don't expect you to talk about trade stuff or what's going on with the Orioles. It's all-star breaks coming up. The Orioles are playing well. You know that much. You've gone to a bunch of games. Last year and this year. You're paying attention. Well, mm-hmm. he's probably been to but more games than we've been to. I don't know. I've been to a good amount this year. Right. I just brought up my ballpark app that I've been to eight games this year at yeah, Camden Yards that, so far. That's more than me. I'm at like four, I think. See, and I'm at, I think I'm at seven games so far this year. All right. It's not and too bad for living to, in Florida. Exactly. The dude lives in Baltimore. But, he's, but, but I you're, forgetting, I want. you're forgetting that we got three in Atlanta <laughs> together. That's true. If you had that's true. Teams. That's yeah. true. And yeah. we got, I got we got oh, I got opening weekend. I got Atlanta. I picked up a quick game in June. You and I are going down to Tampa in a couple weeks. All right. So we're seeing whose baseball cards bigger is here. And and, and so so you've been right. to like seven games, but only four of them have been at Camden Yards. I think I've been to five at Camden. Okay. I'm I have a five and three record so far this year for games I've attended at Camden Yards. That's not bad. It's a winning percentage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I will. If we're counting winning percentage, that trip to Atlanta did not do well for yeah, me. Yeah. That what we only yeah, took one out of those three, right? Yeah. So. Atlanta's a good baseball team. And yeah. No joke. Um, they, they're seemingly unstoppable right now. Yeah. But I'm excited for um, new listeners. I mean, at this point, there's probably a good amount of listeners who are, are, are not familiar right. with the, we're with in the year, zany one. We're in year 10. I think Bert yeah. lasted eight years. Seven yeah, or eight years, right? right? Yeah. yeah, it's probably about four years too long, if you ask Bert. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you're talking about all these new listeners. I'm feeling like extra pressure to be zany. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> you gotta take eight years of zaniness and condense it into one episode. I'll do my Good best. Luck with that. I will try to be zany. So the so, premise of the show was um, Bert makes a list. Is yeah, that? <laughs> I said. I said Bert. We're not going to pressure you with all this Oriole trade talk or prospects coming up or who the Orioles are going to draft next week. We're going to get into all that. And we're going to, you and I have been talking about some trade research and stuff. We've got that all planned. Yeah. Josh was in a trade Colton Cowser now that the Orioles are undefeated with him. In fact, we're going to have our yeah. trade. We're going to have our trade episode come out before this one, probably. Okay. But I told Bert, hey, you haven't been on since you shattered your leg. 
<laughs> yeah, we had to get him on for an update on that about we, six months ago. Yeah, that yeah. is number we, one on my list. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've I'm seen, sure there's more there. Right, I've, I've seen Bert in the swimming pool. We've played wiffle ball with Bert. Yeah, yeah he moves around pretty good. He can move. He can't hit the ball, but he can move. <laughs> but leg I don't, was think, working I don't fine. think hitting the ball is related to the leg. I'm blaming my leg for that. <laughs> yes, totally. So I told 100%. Bert. Anyway, I told Bert, just make a list. Make a list of whatever you want to talk about because pe- long time three three sixers would know. True coconuts. Bert would just bring in anything for mm-hmm. the week. So I have feel I have a feeling stuff has been pressed on Bert where he has felt like over the past months, if only I had three thirty six to let this out. So kind of now's his chance to go through this list. I've always had a tendency to take things off topic. I mean, and you guys keep trying to talk about Orioles baseball, and I'm you know trying to talk about like who's got the hottest oh. City Connect uniforms. Hey, yeah, <laughs> exactly. What's this? the craziest thing to get signed? Yes, right, right. <laughs> I got that. Uh, Oh, shoot. We've, Rocky Coppinger signed yeah, for yeah. roll-up. Yeah. <laughs> we, still, out, still own it. We, we kept 336 alive by doing some uh, with the PS5 ripoff and with Little League and softball talk. Right, right. So we've been able to k- still keep some of the zaniness off topic, uh, get into our personal lives. But, Bert, you've made a list. I do. Well, the last time I was on the show with you guys was shortly after I broke my leg in January. And yes. I, I hopped on with you guys virtually. Roller skating. Roller not, skating. Not ice skating. Not Wheels. skiing. Not on a motorcycle. Not on a moped. Not skateboarding. But roller skating at Skateland uh, on Bel Air Road. With a bunch of teenagers <laughs> who yeah. are preteens. <laughs> on a Friday night right. when, you know, or I guess it was a Saturday night. But, now but, they, but they laid out the cones in front of you. That's, what I, that's my favorite and picture. And they carried you out. Is the, carried the carrying out. Is nice. The cones laying around, and you just crawling while everyone thinks nothing's wrong. Army crawling off the rink. My first ambulance ride. Three nights in the hospital. Yeah, th- go back in the uh, episode list for three three six to late January, and you can hear all about the gruesome details. But I am better now. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm 100. percent I think I'm 43 years old, so this is going to be with me for the rest of my life. Yeah. If you, you see know. Bert at Oriole Park this year. And you go say hi. He will ask you to touch his screws. Well, that's another thing on my, li- you know, <laughs> okay, I, I, got, list. I got both my brothers-in-law here on the podcast. I'm, I, I would love for either one of you to touch my screws. Not happening. No, not happening. Live, no, come on, live no, reaction. No, we've been like, chance. We've been you see two it. fingers outstretched right below my knee. I'm feeling them right now. Uh-oh. Okay. Protruding uh, I will. screws. You can feel your protruding screws all you want. I'm not touching them. You can feel your I, 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 protruding I, screws. <laughs> if Matt won't do it, I will. I don't want to. No, I'm not reaching my it hand down there horrible. and touching I'll put my leg up. Look, Josh, just two right, fingers out. Screws? See those two dots right there on my... Yeah. Right there, just like that. I don't even want to Press look hard. Oh, yeah. that's... It's, it feels it's, like screws. It's two screws right there. Plain as day. All right, Matt, it... It feels like all right. You know when you're you know when you're walking. Yeah, you can on describe the, it to me because I'm not right. going to feel. It. Yeah, go ahead, describe it. I, I feel like you know when you're walking on the deck out here, and there's a couple of nail heads that are sticking out a little bit. Like the the sure. carpenter couldn't get them nice flat and flush. That's what his leg feels like. Okay. You yeah. rub your fingers over it, and it feels like it feels like you can right feel there. the screws. Yeah. Like at least that way, if they need to ever take them out, it's obvious where they are. Well, in the surgeon, it's like said, a bad carpenter. They could take them out maybe less than a year from now, like another six months. You're or telling so. me if you run out and you, and you skin your knee very badly, could there be some screws popping out? Oh, is definitely, it, like, oh, just under the skin. No, it's, that's where it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to come over and feel this? No, I don't want to feel. Um, 
I, I cannot kneel on this knee. You know, if you, you know, drop it to a knee yeah. or, you know, the old Tim Tebow. Yeah, I can't do Kyle, that. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Kaepernick, you mean? Yeah. You don't need to worry about me kneeling for the national anthem because I, I I couldn't do it even if I wanted to. Or for prayer. You're upset <laughs> Kaepernick and Tebow. Yeah. yeah. I can kneel on my right knee. and But even if I'm down on my right knee, I can't bring my left knee back down because it's where the the That's, rod is and the screws. It's it's very uncomfortable. So it seems I can't like it, do that. But it seems like it doesn't stop you from doing anything. No, I mean, part. this week was the first time I've swam in a pool since it happened. <laughs> and, uh, and that, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say I was swimming laps or nothing, but I could kick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's very similar to you break one of these dining room chairs, you put some screws in it, put it together, it works. You yeah, can or you just I, I leave it out it. with the trash. <laughs> the trash man come yeah. and get it. Either or way. Or you, yeah, or you I'm take glad one, they didn't do that with you, Bert. <laughs> right, or you take one leg and you hammer it in the ground to mark a flower. <laughs> I still, yeah, right. <laughs> a very inside joke there. <laughs> I, uh, I still have my handicap, temporary handicap plate that or tag that's good till August. And uh, oh, How do you get an extension on that? Yeah, I mean. I, a limp? I try not to abuse it, but you know, there's certain instances. You abuse where it. You abuse it. You did. I, you, have you used it at Camden it. Yards? Because you know, handi- no, because I was I was parking our same spot. Yeah, over but, there on but handicap parking can pull into the BC lot and park handicap for twenty bucks. Anybody without a parking pass? Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. If you're handicap, but, it, but it's also free right there on Austin Street, and as long as I can walk, I will All walk. Right. Dude, uh, hey, we, well, never, I think, we never said our secret spot. I, I, oh, yeah. Gotta have to, where, where's that beat button? Got to beep uh, out, that, <laughs> beep I out have, that spot. I have shared that with some a select few uh, Orioles fans who have hit me up asking, where where do you park? I'll, I'll tell you, but it's top secret. Um, right, right. Uh, we, I haven't been on the show since, like, we, did we do opening day? Any of that stuff? Not with you. Because I remember talking to you guys back in January after I broke my leg and That's saying, it. my... And I, I'm such a dumb dumb. I was, I would share this like with my physical therapist and the surgeon. I was like, I don't care how long this takes to heal, but I, all I really want to do is be able to walk into Camden Yards on opening day on my own. <laughs> oh, and, and you did. You limped. I did. Oh, I had a cane. Yeah. I was still with the cane, but I, uh, I, I think I was wearing a boot. No, I don't think I was wearing a boot. But I was wearing, definitely wearing a compression sock. Um, but yeah, I was able to walk into Camden Yards with my cane on opening day. It was all good. And, right. And I went, and then I went the next day, the second home home game of the year, and I actually <laughs> forgot my cane. So I was like, "Well, I guess I'm doing this without the cane." So that was kind of a sign of things were getting better yeah. Yeah. that I could walk without the cane to the point where, like, I was leaving it at home as just forgetfulness. So uh, that's great. Yeah, that was all good. I definitely can't run. I'm a little slow getting up and down the stairs, but that could also be because I'm getting old, combined with a broken leg. What are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't feel 100% now either. And there's nothing wrong with me. No. I, I'm just getting no. old. I was already complaining about my knees hurting just from that wiffle ball game we had earlier today. Yeah, we had two killer wiffle ball games down yeah, on the fun. beach here at Outer Banks this week with the kids. They're all old enough to play. They're all pretty good. And they're all old, they're all old enough to get mad that they're not perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's been a hoot playing wiffle ball. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, that kind of leads towards my next point. You know, if you guys want to talk about yeah. personal lives. Yeah, let's go through your list. Catch up. Yeah, we're there. Because uh, you guys have boys who were in Little League this year. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. that's his first year in Little League. First year? Yeah. Was it T-ball or it coach was, pitch? Or? Yeah, it was T-ball. Okay. Yeah. And that went well? Went very well. Good. Yeah. 
What about you? Were coach for Owen's team, right? Yeah, I, co- I coached the, the uh, Orioles, Jolithan Creek Orioles, the Nine U Orioles. It went well enough that I'm signed up to coach the Ten U Orioles. You didn't scare off all the other kids and parents. No, no, we had a <laughs> lot. Josh, what was your attrition rate of the amount of kids who started? How many remaining by the end of the season? See, this and is then we're, we're going to yeah, talk. Yeah, about I, I'm curious to hear this because yeah, I remember hearing about the the initial walkout. His, so, what uh, Josh's initial email was: "This is all about fun." Yes, which, you know. To be fair, I lost two people before the email. Okay, fine. And then I lost another kid to Diamond Kings, which is like travel ball. Mm-hmm. Right, which was after the email. And then I lost another kid because he moved away. <laughs> he literally moved. <laughs> he moved away. <laughs> yes. I can't handle this. I, be- I believe the total number from draft day to end of season was five kids. Okay. Out I had it. 12? Out of 12. Ooh. I got multiple, but before the first game, I had multiple uh, late additions. Okay. So uh, in the end, we played with nine players on my roster for Everybody the entire gets to season. Play. Everybody gets Everyone to play. got to play. That's good. Yeah. Good and bad. The problem is <laughs> nine-year-olds want a break, and it's hot, especially yeah. in the late in the season, and those kids want a break. Especially and when they're not really there to win, just have fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but we know it's more fun than playing. But I'll tell you. <laughs> taking breaks. <laughs> but I'll, yeah, but I'll tell you. We had we, we did have fun. But also, it's nine-year-old baseball. It's nine-year-old kids learning baseball. I drafted a bunch of kids who've never played before. So it was really cool to see them grow in baseball. Yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of excited to try to get the same kids back for 10U to help take them to the next level. Nice. Yeah, and, and it wasn't about winning, but uh, what was what was the win total at the end? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I, 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 it's a hard time to remember. Um, yeah, okay. I, um, I we, played a, we played what a was, lot of games. And, yeah. um, what was the run um, differential? We almost, we, we almost won one. Okay. We, got, we got close, and we were building up momentum, and time ran out. But it wasn't, mm. it wasn't about the wins. It losses. wasn't about the wins. Nah, we'll, we'll get them in the fall. We had a team like the Juliet Orioles in our league, too. That everyone just stomped on. <laughs> we weren't. Hold on. We weren't stomped on by everyone. Bert, I'm so glad but, someone else to laugh with about but, these stories. But it's. We're <laughs> just me laughing was, by myself at Josh. It, was, it was nine kids, which meant many times we played with eight kids. Right. Or yeah. seven kids. Because yeah, that's hard. Kids have flag football and this and that. Right, right, right. But, totally. Yeah. You but our kids, our kids made progress. I was very proud of our kids. Uh, I went from a team with no pitchers. And one catcher to at the end of the season, I had five or six pitchers and three catchers. And your kids were probably 100% kid pitch. Yes, we yeah. were 100% kid pitch. Right. So we had to go into the season. I had to teach kids how to pitch and then get them through the season pitching. And that worked out really well. Yeah. It, um, I enjoyed it. There were frustrating moments about it. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's fun. I, I, I'm a, I'm, I liked it more than I expected to. I thought being the head coach, the parents were going to be a huge pain. They weren't. That's cool. So hopefully that continues. I think I set the bar low with my email. <laughs> so I will be doing the same exact email this fall. Yeah, and I found myself, and I, I, I'm not going to coach. I, I keep on telling myself I'm not going to coach. But then when you see the coaches, you're kind of like, oh, I probably should coach based on what I've seen as far as the coaches go. Yes, that's yeah. what I um, went with. But, you know, for T-ball, they're not even keeping scores. I'm laughing. I don't even know how and many remember, games you right. won or lost. It's uh, just about learning the rules. Remember, 9U fall... I was assistant coach, and I did not like the coach. Yeah, I couldn't do an assistant The coach, coach was too serious and pushing the nine-year-olds, so I went to the complete opposite as a head coach. Right, right. And now it was awesome. Can't wait yeah. to do it again. Is your, was your league like teams 
all named after real baseball teams? Yes, but not with real uniforms. Sure. Like the color shirts. Apparently, right, right. I, I hear for the fall, we're going back with our shirts will say Orioles. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, ours, we were the Athletics. Our shirts said Athletics. Yeah. And you had like an A's cap? They had the A's cap. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, it was COVID issues that caused us <laughs> to have jerseys that said Julian Creek instead of or- Orioles. Mm. But yeah, the COVID's still going on in January for you guys. <laughs> no, but, no, but apparently, like it's, it's Florida. They apparently, it's something like the Chinese things blew, burned down or something. <laughs> something about the getting the jerseys from China. I don't know. It's Florida. We didn't really have any COVID changes, except you know what? You know, if you're talking about the COVID in Florida, Florida. Yeah. you know, we, we my softball season still continued during COVID, mm-hmm. and the changes they made were no handshakes and high fives after the end of the game. Yeah, we had to do that, the and then. Of- and then two home plates. <laughs> so you had to run to a different home plate. And that's how they said, oh, and you weren't allowed in the dugout. So you all stand you, you stood at a cluster against the your, fence. You're six feet. So wow. <laughs> it was some weird rules. That's some but, dedication but we didn't, to softball. We didn't <laughs> but, but, yeah, I love Little League right now. Yeah, yeah. So how I, about uh, you? You got a, a little leaguer. Yeah, we as were well? we were the Cubs this year, which was a nice change. Oh, Cubs! Like the Cubs, good he, uniforms. And it was the second year being the Cubs. We we were last the Cubs his second T-ball year. Um, so the, his Cub uniform from T-ball still fit. Nice. So we got extra Cubs. We got we're bombarded with Cubs gear right now. I still had all my. I kept. I buy a cap for every team he's been. So I have Diamondbacks. That's, I've got Cubs. I've got. Red Sox, unfortunately. Yeah. That but was that it, was part of the appeal for us to take Orioles is I had all the stuff. Heck yeah. Because I had bought Padre stuff and Giants stuff for previous teams. Yeah. Plus, it's San Augustine. No one wants to be the Orioles. I'm never going to throw out that stuff because we could be the D-backs again next year for all I know, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, so it was nice to be the Cubs again. The last time he was on the Cubs and T-ball was we had uh, one of my – I've never head coach, but I've helped out, been assistant coach, base coach, that sort of thing. Um, you remember Dean Jones Jr.? He wrote for one of those blogs. Yeah, he wrote Dean for. Jones. Yeah, he anyway. wrote for. Um, mm, I got to think. Orioles Hangout? Maybe. Or whatever. Not, uh, Auto not, Sports Report? No, 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 no. I think it's Orioles Hangout. All right. Anyway, yeah. No, he's a cool guy, and he was, he was one of the other. He had kids on our team. I don't know why that came to mind, but. Uh, so back to little league. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we had a great coach last year when we were the Red Sox and we've gone from being the Yankees and the Red Sox to now being the Cubs. So being the Cubs is great. I'm all in for that. Uh, and with Trey Mancini being there. Oh yeah. Some good connections there. Got yeah. a good Cubs connection going yeah. on. Baltimorebaseball.com. There you go. That's where he That's was. It. Yeah. Dean's a good yeah. guy. Um, I don't know if he still listens, but shout out Dean. I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cubs. So we had the same coach last year. We'd loved our coach last year to the Red Sox. We're like, let's go with coach Glenn again. Coach Glenn rocks. Coach Glenn's awesome. And we coach Glenn was like taking the initiative to like, he would text a bunch of the dads and this group text be like, we're going to go to the indoor batting cage. We're going to just do a random practice out at the schoolyard just on a random Saturday or Sunday, just for the heck of it, just to yeah. keep the kids playing baseball all year. And we loved it. And we did a yeah, bunch, great. even throughout the winter, we would go to the indoor batting cage or he would rent out the tunnel just for like five or six of us just to get some drills in and stuff. So we're like, we're sticking with coach Glenn. Uh, they had the pick the they had a draft to pick teams in Albie's league. 
and Coach Glenn couldn't be there, so he sent me as his replacement to pick the teams. Oh, nice. you got, the draft's fun, isn't it? It was kind of fun, well, and it was now. Did you know? Player, did you know? Uh, we we recap. Sure we recap. Right, we we did a recap of my draft. Yeah. Uh, did you know names on the list? Because I knew no names going into the list. Really? And how was, did they give you a, did you get a grade sheet of the kids? Well, that's kind of what's interesting is uh, apparently the coaches the year before when the season ended were supposed to rank the kids on their current team based on a variety of skills, you know, one through five. Right. And then those rankings would be used for next year's draft. Oh, I love this. Get an inside look at the Little League. So we get the draft sheet and Coach Glenn tells me, he's like, look, I didn't. I was based just basing it on their skills compared to the other players on our team, not just skills in general. So I get the list. Coach Glenn's son is the number one kid on the list, <laughs> and he's. I mean, he's pretty good, but he's definitely not the best. Right. And then Albie is number five overall in the entire league. And oh, that's funny. Like a couple of the other kids from the team last year, are like in the top ten. Right. And he's like. I mean, the other coaches, I don't know what's... Well, each coach can interpret that one through five, however they exactly. want to interpret it. Yeah. And, and because I was there in Glenn's place, so all right, I automatically get his son, I get my son, sure. and then a bunch of the kids in the list had requested preferred coaches. So when we're there on draft night, all the coaches are together like, look, let's if, if a kid wants kid. to be with yeah. their coach... Is there anybody that is opposed to that? Yeah, and nobody was. So right. like, fine. But, but then it makes it look like you're getting all the top players. So, yeah. And you're sitting there at, awkwardly. Uh, uh, six of the top ten all wanted <laughs> Coach Glenn. But in reality, they were not the right. six it's just out how of he the top them. ten. It's just yeah. how he ranked them. Now, did yeah, you? Yeah. how much stuttering and stammering did you do trying to explain this to the other coaches? A little. Like, they were all, like, tongue-in-cheek. You know, they're like, oh, gosh, with the Cubs, man. You guys are raking it in the top ten. <laughs> I was like, guys, I... Trust me, I've seen these, these guys kids play. are pretty good, but they are not top 10 in the league. Trust me. I, my own son is here at number five. I'm telling you, he is not the fifth best player in the league. But uh, so that was interesting. Uh, and then towards the end, there, there were certain <laughs> names I knew Did, where like they didn't request Coach Glenn on the list, but I knew their name. I was like, I got to get this kid. Okay. We want him. Well, that was a step above me. Yeah. I went, my, my draft selection was names I could pronounce. <laughs> That's how I went through it. Knowing I'd be the coach and I'd have to <laughs> say their name. It was, it was actually, I, I mean, it was a dice roll at the end because you won't know, you know, I picked Oliver. I picked Zachary. Right. Right. That's what right. we talked about. How you Ryan. Had, I had to pick names <laughs> that, oh, that sounds like a strong baseball name. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And you know, or, or Quentin. I was like, all right, Quentin sounds like a good yeah, baseball he name. He feels like he could play exactly, the world. Yep. Colton, Adley, Quentin. He'd they, be right in. Gunner. Quentin, so then they show up the first practice, and he, two or three practices down the road, you get the hang of these kids. And I'm but, like, but, but don't they have oh, don't they have tryouts too? Right? Don't they have tryouts where you can come and look? So when no, the season starts, no, we, we did not for in house, but not many no. people showed up for it. Okay. Yeah. In fact, I didn't show up for it. And that's what, for my league, that's where the rankings came from for was for tryouts. for tryouts. Oh, yeah. No, these were all based off of last year. So, like, I, I got five kids I definitely wanted because they were on the Red Sox the year before. We all They all wanted Coach Glenn, so that was fine. And that's a, that was a nice, solid that's a core. That's a good core, yeah. And then I was just a crapshoot for the other seven. But but, uh, but that's awesome to be able to get a core. Like, that's my goal as a yeah. coach. It's like, if I can have the same guys in the fall and then bring them back in the spring, that's yep. going to be awesome to get three seasons of... I'm not 
the world's greatest coach, but it's all about building that community with those players. Totally. And their parents were, were cool with, I, I mean, we don't hang out on the weekends or nothing, but we're like friends with those parents. Right. They now. weren't, they weren't yelling at you or to get their kid on the, in the game. No. So like, I mean, out of the seven randos I picked, like four of them turned out to be really good ball players. I was like, that's nice. amazing. That's good. You're going to go to the draft every year now. I mean, yeah, there were, there were one or two that, I whiffed, <laughs> whiffed on, but that's okay. <laughs> that's, nah, that happens. I'm right there with you. You need a right fielder. It, I took two girls. You know what? Uh, it blows my mind uh, how m- there are fewer and fewer each year as you go on. But even at this level, nine years old, nine to 11, I think it is, where kid, 100% kid pitch, kid catch, umpires, all the, that. And there are still kids that show up, sign up, that have no clue what's going on and don't want to be there. Oh, and it's weird. Yeah. There no. are, there, I would say 10 out of our 12 are hardcore baseball kids. And then like two or three of them are like, why, why did you even sign up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I have, <laughs> if that's harsh. Yeah. I had two yeah. kids. I had two kids that have never played baseball. Before yeah. It's crazy. I didn't know the rules. And I mean, and, and you know, had to tell them run this way to first base. I guess there's a, something to admire about that. But at the same time, like we are progressing. We're like getting better and better. And you know, <laughs> Well, I don't like being it's also, yeah, no, but it's, it's, but it's a fair question. Why are you here? I think it's a fair question. <laughs> but it's also like, do you enjoy this? But I'm also like, I don't know to be irritated or glad at the parents because I'm glad the parents didn't push them into this early before it's not something they wanted. And now the kid does want to try it out. And sure. Yeah. So I'm excited the kid wants to try new things. And nine year old is not too late to learn baseball. Yeah. And but, if you're but an unathletic un- un- kid, baseball might be, I mean, it, it's a better it does, sport than basketball or football. But it does make it. it tough as a coach because there's so much between a good nine, a great nine-year-old and a new nine-year-old. There's such a big range. Right. Yeah. And, and baseball is a bit of a complicated sport. There's a lot of it's, rules. It's, yeah. it's a hard sport. No, and that's, that's something I explain to the, the kids. And I explain to even Owen, and I'm sure you guys do to your sons all the time, that they Nine-year-olds think they know everything about everything. <laughs> and baseball is such a complicated sport that here we are in our 40s watching the game still. And sometimes things still happen where we're not quite sure what the actual rule is. Right. Or why did he run? He didn't have to run. Right. Well, he took a chance. Right, exactly. <laughs> and you never run in that situation. And, <laughs> and the fact of, like, how much of baseball, and let's goes back to when we talked about Tyler Wells and how much baseball is mental. And like nine-year-olds don't have any mental aspect of baseball. Yeah. And we've got all this mental and gut feeling that also goes into baseball that doesn't happen. And simple things like when you're in the outfield, what foot you're leaning on. Right. Trying to preempt where the ball might be hit. Right. Well, and that's the frustrating thing too about baseball is like you can tell your kid, okay, you should be here when the ball is hit and go here with the ball. But if the other players on the team don't get to where they're supposed to be and do what they're it's, supposed it's, to be. It doesn't matter if you do the right no, job. It's an, right ulti- it's an ultimate team sport. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you can't have basketball. Yeah, it's a team sport. You're all running around, but one person can dominate. Football, one person can kind of dominate. Yeah. It doesn't matter you how good you are at shortstop. You will get no one out unless you have a first baseman and catch it. Yeah, and, and right. that, exactly. Yeah. But you're right. You don't know how many times I would be yelling outside my dugout, move over, move <laughs> over, move <laughs> over, waving my hands around, trying to get the kid to move over or you get the center fielder who's like either picking daisies or doing flips or dancing whatever the latest tiktok <laughs> dance is instead of paying attention 
but it's it's baseball. It's teaching kids baseball. A, a lot of the reward is, well, you did the right thing. And if so-and-so had done the right thing, you yeah. guys looked real good. But you can't control that he's not right. where he's supposed to be. But, but you were where you were supposed to be. But there's, <laughs> something, there's something really cool about passing a game down that we love so much. Yeah. And that's, but that's also my fear as a coach is I don't want to destroy the game for these kids <laughs> and make them not like I had one kid that his parents were so hard on him. I was like, if they do not back off, he is going to quit baseball before middle school right. and want nothing to do with the game. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's this balance of you want to push your kid to get better, but also not make them hit you. No, you, the want them, you want them to love this sport. <laughs> yeah. Because um, it's such a small percentage that actually make it to the big leagues. But I, uh, I wrap up the Little League talk with a shout out again to Coach Glenn because, like I said, this was our second year with him. And so at the end of last season, we had a big pool party for the kids. And he did. Uh, they Last year was half coach pitch, half kid pitch. And they gave out trophies to everybody regardless of how the season went. But this year, hmm. no – no trophies unless you win the whole thing. Okay, oh, okay, see, nice. we got we got medals. Yeah, I gave out, I gave out my medals to my team. Zippy for the league, and I mean we I made like it. we we made the playoffs. We won the first round of the playoffs. We lost the second game of the playoffs against the best team in the league, who we jumped out to like a five nothing league. I'm speaking we for my nine year old part of the team. Yeah, Cubs, yeah, yeah. Nine year old. You're, you're closer to that than when we say we for to the, the Orioles. To the point where the the. We scared the D-backs, you know, and you, you're playing against a really good team and you, you, you maybe get a little lucky. Panic a little a, bit, yeah. They're getting a little worried because they shouldn't be losing to us. Yeah. So then their coaches start nitpicking, you know. Uh, your bat is, that bat that kid is using is a quarter of an inch too wide. Uh, that bat cannot be used in these mm. league commission playoff games. And we're like, are you serious? Mm. So we have kids that are actually hitting the ball, which is fairly rare. Yeah. Kids are actually hitting it maybe to the outfield. We're getting some base running. We're getting some plays out in the field. And you want to end all that because the bat's a quarter inch against what the league rules says, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, as you bust out the rule. So we, we ended up 45. losing... But that, that was one of the things Coach Glenn got the kid. So come to, some of the kids are crying because they had high hopes for the playoffs and stuff. He's like, look, man, we had the best team in the league on their heels, bush, making Bush League, you know, comments about your bats and, you know, whatever. So we had another pool party at the end of this season. And instead of trophies for everybody, uh, Coach Glenn does like a special award for every kid on the team. So every kid gets a baseball and a card, and he names an award after a real baseball player, and you know it does. It's real sounds, special. You know what it sounds like, Matt? What's that? Every kid gets a trophy. I know he started this with kids don't get trophies. Sure, well, sounds well, like every kid gets a trophy. Year. And so last year, in addition to the trophy, Coach Glenn does a special award for each kid, and that's only for our team. At what point does a baseball coach become a manager? I know he's, he's, a, he's very I mean, managerial. At, at some point, I, are you only a manager when it's a professional baseball team? <laughs> I think it's, a, it's you're manager a ma- Glenn. You're a manager. <laughs> I don't know how many coaches do you need under you to become a manager. Is that is that what it's about? He had he had me and Coach Ryan and one other guy. So yeah, yeah. I had I had two coaches under me. Uh, no, I just want to give a humble brag and shout out for Albie because last year, Coach Glenn's award for him was uh, Gold Glove, Ozzie Smith Gold Glove Award. Nice. And because Albie played shortstop, starting shortstop just about every game. And then this year, Glenn texted me before the awards pool party and said, look, 
I really want to give Albie an award, but it's named after a Yankees player. And I know <laughs> he's he doesn't like the Yankees and the Orioles. He's a hardcore Orioles fan. Is, is he going to be upset if he gets an award oh, what a named nice after text. a Yankee? I was like, he doesn't care. He's like, if it's... If it's a good award. He'll be. Yeah. He'll be. Thrilled. I've seen the dude in a Bryce Harper jersey. I've seen him. He, yeah, he, dude, the baseball fan. Yeah. He. Uh, so he this year he got the right. Derek Jeter Captain Award. Okay, nice. After Derek Jeter. Yeah. Right. That's, you didn't. You didn't say Albie doesn't care, but I'll toss it out the window <laughs> on the drive home. No, no it was. It was. Uh, it was another honor to be to get back to back shortstop awards. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, so that was that was fun. You know, my one of my favorite things as a coach was after like eight or nine games into the season where I could put the same people at the same position. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I saw them being in progress. So the fact that he could put Albie at short and keep it in there the whole year and trust him, yeah. that he knew how to play that position is huge. Yeah, so that was a, it was a good little league year. Were you concerned? Like Josh always, uh, you know, his whole premise of his team was, I think he's gets a little bit annoyed at the competitiveness of nine-year-old baseball Where Did you experience no, I, that too? I get annoyed at the parents. The parents' competitiveness. The parents' competitiveness. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Did you, would you? The other coaches no. were all fine, and there is, year. but there's a movement with youth sports that I think younger and younger now becomes more and more competitive. Yeah. Now, one thing they changed in Florida is travel ball is there now year round, mm-hmm. where it used to be, in order to play travel ball, you were required to play rec ball, right? As well, one season, and they got rid of that rule. Oh, some of the more serious which means players, the more there. serious players that are good are playing at that level, yeah. right? I get, Even I get nine. the players, and it kind of sucks because. If you have better players on your team, it makes the whole team better. Like the, the it's easier for the kids to learn from watching a good kid. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So the whole league level has gone down because of that. Right. And then but you still get some of the parents and now those parents are really taking it really serious, but their kids not even good enough to make travel ball. <laughs> right. So they're serious for in-house. Right. Yeah. I could see it on on travel ball. I think it's I don't know officially what the rule is, but there are I'm under the impression, at least in White Marsh, where Albie played, is they're not required to play in-house if they're on the travel team, the White Marsh Warriors. However, they're allowed to. So there were a couple travel ball kids that just wanted to play both. And, like, who's going to stop them? And that's that's how it used to be in Florida. Florida's tricky because it's year-round baseball. Right. And they won't, like, you can't have that rule in White Marsh because you have one season. Right. Yeah. That's, well, I think the travel team plays in the fall, but in-house is just the spring. Right. Yeah. And it flew by, man. I, I think it was eight weeks, but I couldn't believe when we were at the end already. Yeah. Um, I think last time I talked to you guys, we had this trip coming up, which is actually next week to Arizona. And one of the things we were going to do is, well, knowing ahead of time the Diamondbacks are out of town and Diamondbacks are one of the hottest teams in baseball right now and I would love to see Corbin Carroll play. Yeah, that guy's a stud. Yeah, and I, you know, there's a little injury scare a couple days ago but he's back. Um, But as fate would have it... Bert dropping some baseball knowledge there. I know, I'm paying attention, guys. (laughs) D-backs are on fire and I got my D-backs gear at home from T-ball 2007 or whenever that was. (laughs) Yeah, just to talk baseball real quick, this is a really cool baseball season from a like oh, no doubt. kind of expand back a little bit. The Reds being on fire mm-hmm. uh, with Cruz, and then you have Corbin Carroll with the Diamondbacks. You just see a lot of young teams, certainly the Orioles, mm-hmm. who aren't traditionally there playing really well. So it's been a cool just kind of baseball season. Well, and to touch on that, you guys probably have already talked about this, but the uh, the numbers for attendance for MLB games around the yeah, country are in, like setting records. Yeah, yeah I mean, we talked about the Orioles. The, the Orioles are like double digit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that has to be 
because so many of the teams that have sucked for so long are playing good. Yeah. And the fans are coming back. Yeah, like the Reds is a great baseball town, but yep, they've been yep. terrible for so long. Yep. Good again. Yeah. Twins, Reds, Brewers, Pirates are good. Uh so yeah. Rangers, yeah. Yeah, Rangers no doubt. Um so anyway, the Red Hot Arizona Diamondbacks are going to be traveling. They're out of town all the week we're going to be in Arizona. So oh, can't bummer. go to a D-backs game. However, they do tours of Chase Field, you know, yeah. all year long. So I'm like, all right, as soon as the availability for ballpark tours comes on their website. We'll go that Saturday morning while we're in Phoenix. And they put them out like four weeks ahead. So, you know, two or three weeks ago, I get on the D-backs website and here's the tours, July 1st, July 2nd, July 5th, 7th, eight, all the way up to the 10th. Right. And then there are no tours between the 10th and July 24th. Oh, like they the knew. entire like period they knew you were coming. Are they hosting like uh, Taylor Swift or something? What's going on? Not Taylor Swift, but uh, it's called the Perfect Game Event or the Perfect Game Tournament or something, where it's it it is a tournament for all of the top high school prospects oh, okay. in the Southwest of the United States. Oh, wow. And it goes on like all week and they host the games at Chase Field. Um, so I didn't know that, but I'm, I sent them an email and I was like, oh man, D-backs, come on, hook us up. All we want to do is see the ballpark. You know, yeah. I don't care that they're out of town, whatever. You dropped 336. Uh, yeah, I, I said, I'm with, <laughs> I used to be with this podcast. <laughs> hey, the Jumbo Shrimp gave me some good respect. <laughs> uh, no, but they did email me back and they told me about this perfect game event thing. And they're like, look, we're not doing tours, but the event is open to the public. You can just come and walk around the ballpark and oh, you know, cool. tour it for yourself. Yeah. So, and see some good high school prospects. Yeah, That's so cool. yeah. I, uh, you know, we're not going to have a tour guide and there's probably certain areas yeah. of the stadium we won't be able to see, but Clearly, I'll at least be able to get in there. Yeah, but this is high school ball. All you got to do is pretend to be a parent, <laughs> like your kid's down in the locker room getting ready for the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, yeah, you got to take them a Gatorade or something. I'll be, I'll be looking like the uh, jock dad. Exactly. Come on, Connor. <laughs> uh, no, that's cool though. It's, it gets, so yeah, at least he gets you in the stadium. Yeah, yeah. I might have to pack back on in a couple of weeks and see. You know, if anything cool comes of it. Otherwise, yeah. you know, we might just be walking, you know, wandering around a half-empty stadium. You know, the Orioles shut down their tours during COVID. Yeah, and they haven't opened them back up yet. I know that's a bummer. I keep trying because I want to take Owen there. Sure, and even like Tropicana Field. We're going there next in a couple of weeks. I tried to book a tour. They don't do tours either. Yeah, that's interesting. Now their stadium's a dump, so they're <laughs> probably hiding some stuff. But it's it's weird. I know the Braves did tours. They sold out before we could get them. And theirs is kind of pricey. Theirs was pricey. Yes, it was, it was expensive tour. Really? Yes. Um, well, and I went to the Trop. We went to a game with you yeah. last year, Josh. Uh, I feel I feel like I would need a tour guide just to help me get around their stadium because like. Wherever our seats were in the outfield, you needed to go in the stadium, but then go back outside the stadium it's, and then go back in from another side just to right. get to our seats. And then, like, the kids' stuff is in the, like, basement cellar yeah. underground, and you got to go under it. I didn't even see that. I We found our way to the Ray Tank. Uh, yep. But, yeah, it's... it's well, and then for an indoor, a crappy indoor baseball stadium, they don't make it easy no, to get around. What's, what's fun about the Trop is at one point you'll be walking around the concourse... And then there's like a, a part of the concourse area that's like inside the stadium. So you can still see the ball field and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then suddenly you realize, oh, 
the only reason this is here is because there are seats underneath of me. <laughs> and they covered up all these seats because nobody comes to the games at yeah. the drop. So it's kind of depressing. The, the first place D-backs, probably maybe they won't be by the time this episode comes out. Brave, 25 bucks for a tour. Is that a lot per person? Is that pricey? No. Um, I think the Diamondbacks was at least 20. Okay. So maybe yeah. that's the going rate. All right, fine. I won't complain about it. Yeah, that's annoying about Camden Yards because I would do their ballpark tour. I've Every, done it a hundred times before. I would right. do it again just for something fun no, to I do. Would, I would do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 me too. Me I would too. do it every year. I liked I liked when I have done it before, you know, pre-COVID. Uh, you're there with a bunch of, you know, tourists or people who are in from out of town to see the Red Sox play or right, whoever. Yeah. And the tour guy goes around and like asks trivia questions the whole time and just shouting out the answers because I know <laughs> them know all. <laughs> who knows the one right. baseball that's hit the warehouse? Right, right. <laughs> oh, 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 I, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> right, right. And I can tell you when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. These five gold gloves, who do they belong to? <laughs> Dude, uh, I've never taken Silas on the list. I got to take Silas. Now you guys make me you think taken, of it. You no. haven't taken Silas on the Oriole tour? No. Oh, well, they don't well, do them anymore. Yeah, maybe. Sorry. But they're going to start them back up, right? Who knows? COVID's been over for a long time. Yeah. Um, the other New thing, ownership, maybe. Other thing I put on my list, I, I've kind of already told you guys about, but we, I am a member. I like to say I'm a member at the National Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, not an inductee, just a member. Thank you for clarifying. I've given <laughs> right. them money. They gave me a card. I can go anytime <laughs> I want. There you go. Right. Also, though, big endorsement for that. If anybody ever considers it, they send you free stuff all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, I get magazines every other month that are really good. They send me like... Huh. <laughs> I haven't seen a really good magazine in years. Well, I mean, as if you're a baseball fan, you, you know, I'd, I would I'd be excited to get a, a magazine about anything. <laughs> I know. I'd peruse, I'd peruse that quite a bit, and I've gotten like four or five issues at this point already, and they've all been really cool. They send you books, they send me hats, they send me sweatshirts. It's sweet. And this week, I got an email from them that's saying, "Hey, look, Hall of Fame member Burt Rody, <laughs> Zany Burt Rody." Uh, have you ever heard of the Savannah Bananas, Burt Rody? They're kind of a big deal. You can't get tickets anywhere they're playing. But we'll hook you up because the Savannah Bananas are ending their 2023 world tour in Cooperstown at mm. Doubleday Field on September 16th. And we're going to hook you up with some tickets before they go on sale to the general public. So I'm like, I'm, I'm on it, babe. Because yeah. I've been looking for an excuse to go back to Cooperstown anyway now that I'm a member I haven't right. been back since I've been a member. Right. I'm, I'm looking because you've intrigued me. Yeah. Because are you a member, a supporter, a patron, or a contributor? Whatever one is like 180 bucks. Oh, see, because a member is only 60 bucks. Well, then I'm a supporter is 125 bucks. Okay, that's probably me. And a patron is 250. Okay, so maybe I was the 121. All right, so you are a supporter. Okay. Hey, well, but member sounds cooler. Yeah, they should switch us around. Supporter. Supporter, that's uh, the guy that gives a supporter, supporter gets a 10% discount. Yeah. Uh, personalized member cards. Yeah, I got that. A subscription to the Memory and Dreams magazine. Spectacular. Yeah. Every other month. <laughs> a hall Excellent of, toilet reading. A Hall of Fame yearbook. Yep, got that. I actually got two of them. They sent me two by accident. Two member lapel pins. I actually got four of them. They accidentally sent me four. <laughs> so that's another endorsement. All right, that's it. So spur and of the moment stuff. and random stuff, random stuff like Savannah banana hookups, which I took advantage of. So I got four tickets to see them. No, that's exciting. Yeah. And uh, we get to go back to Cooperstown in September. Yeah. I feel like we've been talking about the Savannah bananas 
randomly on a for a long time. Yeah. And um, they really blew up, I mm-hmm. think, during the pandemic. And I've since moving to Florida, I've been on the waiting list for season tickets for the Savannah Bananas, and you just can't get them. Right. And even every time they come to Florida, they sell out within hours. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I can get you season tickets to the Making Bacon very easily. Can you? Season tickets to Making Bacon. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not quite as entertaining. Yeah, they're not, no. But sometimes they, they not, play Savannah Bananas. Are they like a show team like that? No, they're no. not. They're oh. independent they're ball. independent ball. Okay. Okay. They used to play the Bananas. I think they still do occasionally. I don't know. I think they go I don't there. know. But is it really... But Savannah Bananas have two yeah, games. Sometimes you, they play real games. Right, sometimes they play exactly. You don't want to see the games. Savannah Bananas play the Making Bacon. You want to see be a them, serious game. Yeah. You want to see them play the Party Animals. Yes, and that is... They are playing the Party Animals at uh, Double Day Field. I got a friend on the Party Animals. Do you? Yeah, I should... Uh, I can connect you. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm pumped. Uh yeah, that's just a big hookup. <laughs> no, that's fine. Savannah Bananas, that's going to be fun. That's another like, episode. You got to come back and tell yeah. us about that. that. Just, I, that like, I like Bert's list. That Bert's ticket list came, the, the availability came this past Wednesday morning, July 5th. So, like, I got the link. I clicked it right at 9 a.m. and it worked. I was like, the, the, the max I can get is four. I was like, I'll get four. Okay, done. And it, it was, it's quick and easy. And so, like, immediately after that, I'm like, on Verbo, I was like, Cooperstown sleeps four. For this specific weekend, yeah. uh, it got something reasonable, 300 feet from the Hall of Fame. That's so awesome. Nice. I, I don't have to worry about, you know, we can just park yeah. the car. And, and it might be a little crazy there with bananas in town. Right. So. But it's perfect time to renew your membership. Yep. Yep. I will probably I, most certainly be doing that again. I am loving Bert's list. It's basically just a what's on his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Stream of conssciousness. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's not just what he's done. It's future plans. Yeah, it's future so plans. Plans. You guys want to know what plans. I'm doing next month? No. <laughs> well, and actually the next thing on my list, uh, <laughs> we kind of touched on already, but the recent Camden Yards attendance, uh, being there. Oh, it's a baseball topic. It's It's been insane. It's been fun. Yeah. yeah. But like, Are you talking about the concession lines? Concessions. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it funny? Just crowds Isn't in it, general. Right. Isn't it funny that we've all lived through the dark ages and now what bugs us is that all these random people are showing up and yeah, the bandwagon yeah. people are there, back. There is part of you that and really likes like, it when it was just you and no one else there. You didn't deal with parking, didn't have to deal with and crowds. You know what it is? I used to excuse the Orioles. For when the crowds would show up and the lines were long, be like, oh, well, it's only because this only happens once a year. Or, oh, it's because we playoffs. We're not ready for playoffs. Right. They're just understaffed. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's no excuse now. It's all the time. Yeah. Right. It's every weekend that stadium's packed. Um, and I, I, all I want, the concession stands are open. Like, it's not like they're closed up like they used to be. Yeah. They still got that left field upper deck closed a bunch yeah i want to talk about that too that's so, not on my list but let's talk about that no, I was say that uh, should be rated under attendance i was just there most recently on june 30th which was the floppy hat night it was a friday night and Shaq diesel was gonna do a dj concert after the game so we got down there early because we wanted the floppy hats but it was pouring down rain for a seven o'clock game it was a 90 minute rain delay we yeah. waited it all out and then you know you might recall we started getting our butts whooped by the twins. It was down eight, nothing in the third or fourth inning. So I was a little ticked. I was like, man, we waited out this 90 minute rain delay. The least you guys could do is like act like you want to win this baseball is, game. But this isn't the we game. Got whooped. Is this the, one of the games where the Orioles like announced people at the end? Like, Hey, you get a voucher on your way out. No, because that was a pretty cool thing. The Orioles did. Yeah, that was cool. I guess they I did it that. because people hung out for diesel. Yes. 
Yes. I mean, it, I, it was packed the entire rain delay. And then once the game finally started around 830, I mean, it was still packed. Right. Because the last game I went to also had a bunch of rain beforehand, which yeah. was the, uh, the Purple Pride night. Yeah, I was at that one, too. And that was a packed one. And it, yeah, it poured all up before, but yep. I don't think that was delayed. No, it was just a but ton of rain before. Crazy. The last game I was at too was the hat night. I forget. And you got a rain was. delay as well. And there was rain delay where it didn't rain. Yeah. And it was so annoying. And then, oh, and then yeah. uh, that sucks. And then Hawaiian shirt night. I believe it rained as well, but that was the biggest attendance of the year yeah. outside of opening day. So People it's really, it's, it's, I saw, um, who was it? I saw Adam Jones tweet something saying, uh, do you guys come because you want baseball or is it just giveaways getting you? <laughs> and I think that's a gimmicky thing. Because baseball games are expensive to go to, and people are going back. But yeah, you give it a, a giveaway is a cool thing, and it excites people to yeah, come. If you're, you're going to go to three games a year, right. four games a you year, might as well get something the, for free. The, yeah, the yep. Hawaiian shirt. Well, and they they were playing the hits now. Like the Hawaiian shirt is a hit every year. Yep. Yeah, floppy hats always a hit. Yeah, my wife well, hates both of those. <laughs> Bob, uh, and then bobbleheads. Bobbleheads bobble are huge. Are a hit. This, they they're bringing back the soccer jersey in a couple weeks. That that was huge last year. Yeah. Um, so I, I am not complaining about it. I think it's awesome. Yeah. But open it, up the concessions. It plays into my decision whether I'm going to go to a game or not because I do sometimes miss the random Tuesday nights when we're like we're the only people. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, something nice about that. No, I think back to the, the game 162 where at the end uh, no one was down, there and yeah. we walked down to the dugout and there was like. 40 people left yeah. in the stadium. Yeah, you it's, and a bunch of diehard people fun. who are insane and shouldn't be there, yep. but we are. <laughs> yeah. And the left field thing during the rain delay, just by the way, you know, we were just, I was taking Silas to see different vantage points yeah. of the stadium because we go and sit in the same seats every freaking time. So just seeing what's They like don't even let you walk over there. No. It was just Silas. I was just walking over there to check it out. Yeah. And got yelled at pretty harshly. Yeah. Someone. No, it's, it's very <laughs> silly. They're, they're very, uh, Serious about that left field. No. And it used to, you're right. It used to be small crowds meant I would always run into some, another diehard that yeah. I knew at games because you'd see him. Here I go to games and that pride night, purple pride night, Bert and I were both there. We didn't even know each other was there. Nope. Because uh, it shows how much we've talked lately. <laughs> yeah. But normally like I would just run into him at the game. Too many people. Yeah. No, we were running, running. If it had been a less crowded game, we probably would have seen each other. Yes. But no. Um. That left field thing, uh, I can't tell if I dreamt this or if there are rumors about this, so maybe you guys can help tell me if I'm crazy or not. I'm under the impression that there is talk of ripping out that whole upper well, level. Okay, you and Josh and handle this. I'll sit <laughs> back. Concrete it all out and fill it with like, Bars and restaurants and just lounge watching I, the game from up there. I haven't heard that. I know the center field bar is a huge hit. Yeah. I know they've got a thing like that in the Braves, like in Atlanta. Of, everywhere I've a, been a have places like that. like that. And I think there is a lot of talk about how do we modernize Camden Yards? How do we, one of the downsides of Camden Yards compared to the stadiums that came after Camden Yards is the concourse being able to view the field. Right. The center field bar helped a lot with that. The, the, how they cleaned up the, uh, with the statues and the more Legends Park, that's a cool viewing area. Utah Street is all cool, but yeah, I don't think I've seen any plans or renderings or talk of that except for 
once they get this stadium extension, they get a bunch of money in, and what will they do next? Right. And, yeah, I mean, doing something like that makes a lot of sense. I mean, the, the way I picture but it. But right would, now, there's no reason that section should be shut down. Right. Yeah. Well, and if, if they are going to shut it down, maybe it's like a test to be like, look, we can fill the stadium enough without even having these seats. So let's. Right. I, mean, but, I, but, I have but a dream that'd be amazing to just, you could just go hang out from up there and have just a giant open air. Yeah. Then that's what they've got in Atlanta and probably some of their stadiums. Yeah. And make it multi levels, maybe even sure. up there. Uh, yeah, the only be, time that really hurts is playoffs. When playoffs. You sell except all those except seats it doesn't, right, except it doesn't help because all that area, just like Utah Street, is standing room only tickets. Yeah, I mean, so you, you still sell them as standing, standing room only seats. They're the cheapest seats in the ballpark anyway. You could probably sell more standing room for people right. who are going to hang the out there. That's what the Braves do. The Braves sell those standing room only. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the people who are up out. there are just going to be spending more and more money the whole time they're up there. Correct. Correct. Or else All they right, wouldn't you get, be up so, there. You sold me. So, yeah. Do no, it. I think that's a great idea. Run with it, Bert. You have our permission. I'm a hire an architect. Can I just throw one more idea out there as opposed to the bars and stuff up there? I mean, you, Bert, you've been to a lot more baseball stadiums than than I have been, and I think the Orioles are lacking in terms of a kid's area and kid's zone, well, right? and Definitely. It could yeah. be a possibility there. You could have no. both. Absolutely. No, no, no. Right. The bar is where you make the money. Hate the kids. Hate, hate the, the kids. The kids don't make you any money. The bar is where you make the money, and it's you put it up there. You call it the bird's nest. It's up there. You're good to above go. Above the splash zone. It's above, it's above the splash zones. I don't think it's a long-term plan. But I think, yeah, you put the bird's nest up there. You've got the... Uh, Cleveland did that, the whole section in, in left right, where it, right field. Where it used to be bleachers? I don't know. Right. But they, it's a big open-air concourse. You can see the field. You can see the ball game. They call it a kid's area, but it's full of bars and alcohol sales. But then they also have, like, a room with a giant slide and, like, games and stuff where kids can go in there. But then the room opens up to what are essentially club level seats so that your kid could be playing in the room behind you while you sit in the club level seats. Uh, I mean, it was cool. It definitely could have been tweaked a little bit, but when we were there in Cleveland, it was a four and a half hour rain delay and I was, and this is perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that, and I, and I think, um, I mean, we've seen the, the, the official answer is that the upper deck is closed to streamline efficiencies among our game day staff. To maintain yeah. better food and beverages and retail experience by dedicating staffs to key areas where there's more traffic. How's that and to be fair, they did open it up for Hawaiian Shirt Day. Yeah. I did notice that. But that sounds like synergy. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> a word they would just, a lot of words that mean nothing. No, it means, <laughs> right, well, right, it, right. except it means they don't have enough staff. Right. We're already complaining about concession lines and they're like, they're trying to get the staff into better areas so yeah. don't open up as many things well and mike elias has already shown and john angelos i guess too that they're willing to do some renovations at the stadium yeah and and I, I mean we recently john angelos was visiting uh the battery at atlanta and, and looking at kind of ways to, exactly. to revitalize not just camden yards but the area around it so this would make sense i've as never another step they could take it's been yeah. a hot button talking point for a couple months now I've, yeah, and I think part of that stadium, the Ravens just signed their long-term lease. Once the Orioles sign theirs, it's going to really bring things back. I've never understood why we've got all that parking where you walk down, uh, head into Utah Street, the Ravens walk area. Mm -hmm, right. And for Raven games, they bring in and set up trucks up all in there sure. and everything. And I don't understand why they don't 
why that's not just par- parked with bars like the battery. Yeah. And yeah, right, even, or even for weekends or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. just stuff right there. And yeah, easily. Because then you would have it for Raven games, it's all set. For baseball oh, games, it's all set. There. Permanent, yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. I'm saying yeah, yeah. permanent buildings there. And um, what you'll notice at all these other places is the parking lots are turning into parking garages. Yeah. Because then you can take up less space yeah. in order so you can do these restaurants and everything. So I would see that coming. Uh, other things we've talked about at Camden Yards is they really need to update the scoreboards. Yeah. That's one thing when you visit other other stadiums you notice. And the sound. Yes, the sound's horrendous. But prime example being like the rain delay a couple weeks ago, whatever that June 30th game was, and you hear the radio, the, the stadium announcer come over the speaker, and she's supposed to be telling us the game is starting in 25 minutes because the ground's... I I could hear that she was saying something, but I could not hear what she was saying. Right. You're going and to Twitter I'm standing to try to find right out. on the concourse. Like I should be able to hear this. Sounds like an important announcement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm inside the stadium, right? <laughs> uh, okay. So the, yeah, what's on, what else is getting on the list? Are we? Yeah. This, I'm at the, how I'm at many the end. more this things? Is my last yeah. one. My last. Okay, because we're hitting an hour here. Yeah. Okay. Let's wrap this up. Uh, and I know you guys have already talked about this, but not with me. No, that's that's, that's the whole point of this conversation <laughs> is going over your issues. Uh, City Connect uniforms. I, I knew it. I, I could have guessed it was City Connect Here uniforms. That's audible eye roll. <laughs> was it, am I that predictable? I, I mean, yeah. Okay, go All ahead, right. Josh and Bert. All right, what's, well, I, well, what's your thought on them? Uh, well, I will preface by saying what. Remember not, when the leaked the leaked image came out? Right. A couple and and weeks we're before? also not judging based on the fact that the Orioles suck whenever they wear. No, them. I, I'm not playing. I'm right, not yeah. playing that game. All right, so let's. All right, so let's go back. <laughs> we'll go back to the leaked the leaked jerseys. The leaked picture. No, not, let's not actually talk about the play on the field. Let's not go there. <laughs> exactly. We're not going there with it. it what kind of show is this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the leak. Uh, was definitely a turnoff. Yeah, it was a bummer. I was like, this is a dud. And But now in hindsight, when they finally did the, the official reveal, it made me like, oh, okay. So like, it, it was like almost a good thing that the leak came out because the leak set the bar low. Holy crap, where'd all these colors come from? Yeah, that see, wasn't in the leak, see, man. I thought of that more of they grew on me. Yeah. Like I hated, I didn't like the leak and then they started to grow on me. I hate, I feel like the story came after the leak. Oh no, we need to, we need to come <laughs> up with a story to put this all together. That wasn't it though, all along. I, I don't like the, the clip your wings as the slogan when we've never used it before, except for in yeah. that poem that nobody cares about. <laughs> uh, when the, when the official release came out though, I loved it. I loved the, I thought, the color. I thought I liked the, you know, I thought the, the story, whether it was this, fabricated after right. the fact or not, I thought it was cool. No, I think the story, they did a good job. I thought the video announcing it with like the paper boys driving around mm-hmm. and stuff was cool, hanging posters. I liked all that. Um, so it definitely, it definitely grew on me. To the extent that I showed up at the warehouse that Monday morning when they went on sale nice. to buy all that stuff. I, uh, yeah, and I did the same. I ordered a hat and I ordered the socks right away. Yeah. Because uh, I thought they were cool. And, um, I do. I like the bee hat. I wish the bee was orange. That's mm. my only take on the hat, but I like it. I think it's a good hat. And I, um, I'm just not going to spend that money on the jerseys, so I ordered it from China for $30. <laughs> well, then you, uh, we have this, uh, your dad through the, the Birdland membership, that 25% yes. off deal. Which I use every time I go to the stadium. Love it. Same. 
And <laughs> since you shared a screenshot with me, a yeah. couple of my friends and associates have also <laughs> taken advantage of that. Because <laughs> going back to the Cubs, Albie had a game that night that Monday night after I drove down there to buy the stuff. So I showed up at the Lily game and the one night I didn't wear my Cubs gear. I was like, I got to show off my city connect gear. This stuff's hot. Check out my drip. Yeah. And, uh, so all the parents were like, did you just, did you just get that today? I was like, yeah. And let me hook you up with this screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, are guy you there. serious? And right. so the next day I get all these text messages like, yo, you just saved me 70 bucks, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it's a great deal. Um, I was tempted to do it. I just haven't. I will say I love the adjustments that they've made to the uniform since unveiling them. Yeah, because like few of the players were not rolling up the sleeves or and anything. And now they've, they've cut the jerseys and sewn them up. Right. So now the colors are out. And that, the, having the little bit of color on the black looks cool. Definitely. Yeah, on the socks. Yeah, it's a good look. I do wish they would play better when they wear them, but maybe yes. that will come. Right. I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think the poor play is because of the jerseys. Um. It's so, not. It's not like a a Costanza thing where they roll out new jerseys for the Yankees and they they suck because they're cotton. Right. These right. jerseys are perfectly breathable. Yes. Uh. So yeah, I mean, I've I've gotten some gear and that that game I went to on Floppy Hat Night, I splurged and got a Gunnar Henderson jersey. That's I've got, I got with the discount, of course. Yeah, I got a Batista jersey that uh, Owen has claimed as his, <laughs> and then I have an Adley Rushman jersey on his way nice so, so and i'll tell you speaking of the jerseys and giveaways yeah i was impressed with the quality of the purple pride jersey as far as the giveaway sure. it was yeah. decent decent quality yeah i got i got a couple of them because they were 15 and older yeah so everybody gets one uh <laughs> so that i feel though one of my old habits is we always come into the ballpark from where the ravens walk is yeah in that entrance, whatever What's gate that, that is. I think it's I don't B. Know. Yeah. Um, G, maybe. And right there at the warehouse is one of those walk-in beer stand, stands where you walk in and you can just scan your credit card yes. and you walk in and get what you want and walk right out. And it, some crazy technology. Right, the cameras or something. Something yeah. knows what you got and it charges your card. And for a long time, I was doing that with the screenshot of the Birdland 25% off. And the guy's like, okay, whatever. So now they've called onto that and a cup and the Boogs general store a little further down, they've called onto it now to the point where when I tried to use it last time, the lady's like, look, I'll let you do it this one time. But from now on, you need to have that discount connected with your O's pay account. Otherwise, they're not going to give you the discount. So Which is a little silly because I don't think that's how the deal works. Like there was no, in order to get this discount, I need to attach my credit card to your account. Right. So that's, so that's also why I felt obligated to get that City Connect jersey on Friday night because I don't know how Your long this running out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like I got to get in while the getting's good because yeah. uh, they so might be getting on to me by the, uh, sharing this screenshot. What's the City Connect jersey going for now at the stadium? It was one sixty nine. All right, pre discount. Yeah. Pre discount. Yes. All right, yes. good. And I had a couple of Visa gift cards that I could knock nice. some more off of that, so I didn't feel like I was. You know, gifts that nah. people helped me pay for it. You know what? <laughs> yeah. We're already past an hour. We're going to have to get Burt back on in a few months because we do. We will have to talk uh, after the next month or so about sending a kid to college. Mm. And because that's something we're both dealing with now. Yeah, so we'll have, we'll have to talk about that. Speaking, it's exciting. And when you're talking about like money and vouchers and <laughs> all, it's just reminding me of 
of the college bills. So I can either get this Gunnar Henderson jersey or McKenzie can go to college. Yeah, or, that, or, that's what Josh is saying. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. You no. put Gunnar Henderson jerseys above your daughter's college education. <laughs> no, there's, teach other, own. there's other people in this home that might say that. I will not say that. <laughs> yeah, I just, I appreciate that we're witnessing one of the most exciting scenes in our lifetime. We have this young crop of players that are playing amazing. And, and Bert had his one... Orioles topic on there, and it's the City Connect jersey. So thanks for that. Not too. true. No, he he also had attendance. Oh, attendance. Recent but, Camden Yards attendance. But yes, <laughs> there was there was definitely Fair there was Jordan Westberg, Gunnar Henderson, Colton Kowser did not come up on his yeah. list. <laughs> Although I've been watching those boys, it's been fun. I was going to say, I, if I scrolled back far enough, I could probably still find my uh, question that I wanted to ask Adam Jones. <laughs> no, no, no. We're 2014. good. We're good. <laughs> hey, Adam, it's your friend, right. Bert. Do you, <laughs> do you still think BWI is the best place in Maryland? <laughs> August 28th, 2014. Still got it. All right. Let's, hear the, let's, <laughs> let's close on hearing the question. You have one moment to ask Adam Jones right, whatever yeah, we'll, you want. This, this we'll is the close moment. This. And this is it. <laughs> that I wrote this all out almost 10 years ago. Hey, Adam, what's up? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's the greatest opening for any question. That's a good start. I'm the zany Burt Rohde from Section 336, Baltimore's best sports talk. So he's still with the old slogan. This is, this is embarrassing. And I liken myself as an admirer of uniforms, throwbacks, alternates, and such. <laughs> My guess is you're probably the same way with the way you wear your socks and the addition of the orange stripes. Big fan, by the way. This is all. This is almost turned into a racist question. <laughs> How so? I don't know. You're just making assumptions about this guy's style and well, what he's he, into. He definitely had style when he yeah. was on the team. Well, he would wear the high socks. He would, you and know. Just, in Bert's defense, he wouldn't have gotten through the first two sentences before he'd be cut, cut, cut yes. off because this is, <laughs> Sweep me off stage. This is the narrative yeah. he's, yes. he's writing here. But my question was, anyway... I was curious to know which unis, notice I used the word unis, so I sound cool. Yeah. Which unis around the league, besides the Orioles, obviously, do you think are the best looking? Maybe even your thoughts on the worst looking ones. Wow. Any classic favorites of yours? I'll listen. <laughs> What's this little, I'll hang up and listen? Adam the, Jones now has his own podcast, and he's, he's out there. He's, he's doing a live show in, uh, in Baltimore in the next couple of weeks. You should go there and you ask go this. There. I, think, I, I might I, try. A relevant I'd question. update a little bit of this. I don't think the kids say unis anymore. You, you might need to say. drip? Yeah. I think threads still work. Threads. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Adam has been uh, kind of like re-embracing the Orioles recently, whereas like he was do you, out of the loop for a while. It's a, he's, do you think it's, it's because it's an interesting journey for Adam? No, I think it's don't you don't you guys think it's just because we're the only city that still knows who he is? Oh no, yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't be that is. cynical about it. Yeah. All right, all right. I don't know. He was a hero he get a for job a, with ESPN. I don't know. Yeah. He, you think? I don't know. Well, not now because the ESPN just fired everybody. But <laughs> right. nobody's getting a job. Yeah, right? and, and the athletics just fired everyone. But you, but you don't so. think if he wanted a job on like one five seven, I think he'd walk in there and get it. Yeah, because you're talking Baltimore, right? Do you think he can go get a job in San Diego? Yeah, I think people know Adam Jones is. Oh, in San Diego, yes, because he's a San Diego kid. Okay. In Seattle, yes, because that's okay. where he's Cleveland. I think does the average <laughs> fan in Cleveland know Adam Jones is? No, I think probably yes. I don't think so. Maybe I, not right like to recognize him on the street, right. but they know Adam Jones from 
the he years was, with the he, Orioles. He was with the Orioles when for a the, long when time. The Orioles he was a good player for a long time with the Orioles. I, I'm, I'm just saying his, his, his money goes further in Baltimore. You think he his makes, he makes more, is, is similar to that He makes more Coleman. money in Baltimore. Well, he is with Coleman now. <laughs> I don't think he and Coleman can suddenly um, – I find their podcast very interesting because even before it was attached to the Baltimore banner, all of their guests were Baltimore related. I haven't seen them expand outside of Baltimore. Right. So clearly they're just our competition now. Right. But he, mm. I mean, he has a ton of connections in baseball. I don't know why he hasn't drawn upon that right. more. But, but he doesn't. Like he's close friends to CZ Sabathia, I know. I don't know if yes. Sabathia's been on this show. I don't, but. Uh, probably, I think early on. Okay. I don't know. He's been on Sabathia's, but I'm just saying. He's he's aging out of being relevant in baseball outside of Baltimore. I don't know. Would be my opinion. Yeah, that's your opinion. I don't know. And even I if mean, it even if your opinion has some weight to it, who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's, <laughs> I, he's, I like that he's back. Well, and there, showing his face around I mean, town. Couldn't you say some things about like a Mike Bordick, right? Who's older, but that same. No, type and of yeah, idea. totally. totally. Mike Bordick has more yes. cachet in Baltimore than another. Place. But I don't. Th- yeah, and Dempsey and. Boog Powell. Boog Powell wouldn't be, yes. Yeah. But those guys have always stayed here. It's different, a guy leaving, saying kind of negative things about Baltimore and then coming back. Well, I mean, I think we can revisit history here, Josh, but the, the whole thing was he wanted to stay and the yes. Orioles didn't want him. Yes. Right. But, but I'm just mean before that, I'm saying the greatest thing's BWI. Oh, okay. That's and, one line he said. No, it, it, and it upset a lot of people. Would you rather live in San Diego or Baltimore? And he also said, don't fool yourselves. These crab cakes you eat are all from Louisiana. They're not from Maryland. <laughs> yeah. He's made some negative comments that now he is embracing. And yeah, yes, but, but, I do but know. He wanted, they wanted to trade him. He said no. Yes. He, he wanted to stay. stay. In Baltimore. He wanted to stay. Yeah, I get and that. he wanted to sign in Baltimore again before right. he played in a different country. Right. But <laughs> played in Japan. But do you wish Adam Jones re-signed here? Well, my, but my point is ownership rejected him more than he yeah. rejected ownership. Right. Was that a good move or bad move by ownership? Well, you can revisit history. I think it was. I think at the time we were fine with it, and now we're fine with it. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it's brought on the Cedric Mullins era. Right. Yeah, which has been pretty good to us so yep. far. So good. Yeah. Now he's a veteran of a great young baseball team. The grizzled vet. All right. All right. Well, we got through the list. Yeah. Great job. Bert. Good thing I limited it to six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seven, we would have been screwed. We too had to much. cut you off. Too much. Yeah. But if you had to do seven, what would you do? No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. No. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Josh, anything special you want to say at the end? This is, uh, thanks for listening to a bonus episode no, or a special episode? Or? A special episode. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, go, go buy shirts at Birdland Sports. Yeah, there you go. Get, get your, even special episodes. Josh, get that plug yeah, in. For you gotta get the plug in all the time. <laughs> all right, boys and girls. Thanks for listening. As always, go O's.